This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Tuesday the 30th of January. The Democratic Unionist Party says a new Brexit agreement with the UK government will mean no checks on most goods crossing from mainland Britain to Northern Ireland. The breakthrough arrangement means the DUP have agreed to return to a power-sharing arrangement in Stormont with Sinn Féin following a two-year stalemate in which the country was effectively run by civil servants. Sir Robert Buckland, chair of the Northern Ireland Committee, has told Times Radio that he's cautiously optimistic that a long-term solution may have been found. A big moment, it does seem, and we'll have the details tomorrow when the government produces its uh, command paper, real progress on uh, that uh, issue, which affects many businesses in Northern Ireland. So it's going to be uh, still a, you know, a, a, a tense few days. I'm certainly now much more hopeful about than I would have dared to dream even 24 hours ago. Nurse Lucy Letby, who murdered seven babies and tried to kill another six, has been refused permission to challenge her convictions. She'd asked to appeal back in September. The 34-year-old was sentenced in August to 14 whole-life orders for her crimes committed at the Countess of Chester Hospital between June 2015 and June 2016. Jeremy Hunt has vowed to push ahead with his plan for tax cuts despite the International Monetary Fund warning the Chancellor against them in its latest assessment of the world economy. In what will be seen as a high-profile intervention ahead of this year's election and the upcoming budget, the IMF expressed scepticism about the Chancellor's spending plans for the coming years, raising questions about his ability to meet his own fiscal rules. Maureen Khan, The Times economics editor, has told Times Radio this evening that the IMF intervention is a little bit more politically motivated. It wants to cut taxes, but also tells us that they will increase defence spending, for example, that we're going to be doing more for the climate transition, that the NHS is going to have ring-fest spending. And we know that this all requires money. And the government also says that it doesn't want to borrow too much money because it has a fiscal rule. But the fact that it does come from an international institution based in Washington, of which the UK is a founding member, I think makes it, as you said, a a little bit more politically sensitive. And the Office for National Statistics have released a new projection that sees the UK's population set to hit 74 million by 2036. The reason for this growth is mainly due to immigration, with 6.1 million people moving into the UK rather than leaving. The current population level stands at around 67 million. As Matt Dathan, the Times Home Affairs editor, explains, forecasts like this are treated very seriously. The projections that the ONS put out are incredibly important because they're widely used not just for uh, fiscal projections, economic projections, but also planning by government, non-government bodies and companies as well um, uh, for health, for education, for pensions, for housing. And and there's been independent uh, analysis alongside this ONS release today suggesting that by 2036 we'll need an extra 382,000 houses a year. So it just shows you just how much of an impact immigration has on public services. There'll be more on all these stories throughout the night on Times Radio.